What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to the kingdom. Joined by a special guest to tee things off this uh, this evening. But we'll tee it up first, as we do usually with Reg up north. What's going on, Reg? <laughs> that intro is how the last half an hour to an hour to four hours is gone for planning this episode. Uh, Drums currently has the man, Luca, on his lap. He couldn't yell the uh, what is up too loud. He actually did it pretty well. Luca wasn't phased at all by it. <laughs> but uh, the little bugger woke up, so he's joining us for the podcast. He's um, not phased by much, man, at all. Like, No, he doesn't look like it. If you like fake drop him, just stone cold dead eyes. Doesn't phase him. Unreal. Have to love it. Uh, I'm crushing uh, Alexander Keith tonight out of the bottle. Not much better than beer from a bottle. Drums, I know you can't uh, agree with that, but it's a true true statement. And uh, Stike was coming over last night for a fire, so I wanted to uh, mix it up a bit. So I bought some Keiths, and they're actually uh, really good. I'll probably be buying them again in the near future here. little Tuesday night fire. Mm-hmm. Get golfing this weekend? Uh, we golfed yep. in the Ironman on uh, on Saturday in Minnedosa. Ton of fun. I played yep. with uh, East, and my mom, Jor, played with Dad and Kel, and uh, they beat us by five or six or seven. Uh, it was I, I. I will say I kind of felt bad for the women. Uh, we they played it from the men's tees, and uh, Frank is going nuts in this box right now behind me. Uh, <laughs> They played it from the men's tees, and it was uh, like it was a very stretched out version of Minnedosa. So they <laughs> kind of shit out of luck for a bit there. Jesus Christ. We got cats freaking out. We got babies freaking out. It's just a yeah, show over here. While Reg is wrangling cats here, we'll uh, head over to Jor, see what's going on with you, buddy. Top of the evening to you, boys. It's been a little hiatus here once again. Uh, sometimes. Life just gets in the way of things, but uh, we're going to try to get through this one tonight. Uh, there's lots going on here on my screen. <laughs> uh, so I'll just talk to myself here. Things are going good, I guess, here in Brandon. Uh, getting pretty fired up. We got our year-end golf tournament called the Blue Chair Invitational this weekend. Nice. Uh, Two-day Ryder Cup style event. So probably the highlight of my summer, I would say, in terms of golf tournaments. Uh, Oak Island on Friday and then Wheat City on Saturday. So wishing it was Thursday today, but off to drill some holes tomorrow at work. Do you guys um, um, pick captains and then just pick teams? Um, no, we do the two finalists. So uh, the pairs okay. that are in the finals for the league, they each captain a team. So That's it works a sweet idea. Good. Yeah, the, f- the first couple of years we did it, we had uh, the winners. They split off and picked their own teams but uh last year we switched it to be um both teams get to be captain so the the partners can cool. be on the same team yeah and then at least second place gets something out of it too yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. cool. and we can kind of pick teams a week earlier and tamarack kind of got in the way of things this year so we got to pick teams before so we could order clothes and stuff but uh yeah i got a chilada tonight and uh yeah as regos well we can get into minnedosa stuff maybe you want to talk about a little bit more after Rigo or yeah, sure. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. I did have something else to say, but okay. I got cut Drums. off by the cat. Drums and Luca, how are you guys doing? <laughs> like he heard you. Uh, we're doing good over here, other than uh, somebody won't sleep yet. What time are we? 9.30? Yeah, real cool. 
So is he sticking around for the whole pod? Do you think? I, I, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, good over here. Awake. He's wide awake. Good over here. We've uh, we lost out on the B side semis last week, so we got uh, booted from from men's night. We got our wind up on on Saturday too, so kind of looking forward to that. Just get uh, pissed on the golf course as usual. So can't go wrong with that. What do you guys do for years? Just a uh, one day? Yeah, just a one day scramble, steak dinner. So we'll see. I don't know. We kind of we usually switch up styles. We do two. Sometimes we'll play, we play twenty seven and do uh, eighteen of scramble and then do nine of like another event. Oh yeah. So we'll see. It's supposed to have I sick weather we, this weekend. Yeah, I saw twenty eight degrees on Saturday. Yeah. That's there's pretty unheard of. There's a chance I'm playing the Gary Brandon this weekend. Not oh, often. And it's probably a very good chance that this will be the warmest weekend in Gary Brandon history, I would say. Yeah, well, like we usually have our wind up around this time too. And like two two years ago, I think it, it snowed. Yeah, exactly. And the, and the Gary Brandon's either this weekend or in May. Usually it's usually at the end of May. So it's right. usually like raining and cold. And like this will be, it, it'll be weird actually playing two, two rounds of uh, 18 in that sun on Saturday. Pretty damn good. Who are you playing with, Foxy? Uh, Derek Stakalo. Oh, nice. Saskatchewan men's mid-am champion. Big deal. I'm flying him in to the uh, Dauphin <laughs> airport, picking him up in a limo. Didn't you guys win this before? Me and him? Yeah. No, I've never played with him. Oh. Reggie has won it, though, a couple times. Yeah. Or three times. I think it's five, honestly. What? I think <laughs> I think it's five, but I've had a lot of good partners, so that uh, that factors into it for sure. But George, do you remember? I don't know if I told you, but uh, when we were playing in the Ironman there on Saturday, uh, we got to number two, the our last hole of the day, and I step I stepped up and I said, "I'm going to swing so hard at this one, I'm going to hurt myself." Yeah, done did it. Complete completely threw my hip out. Tried to golf on Sunday where we walked, played six holes in Gilbert, and that was enough. I couldn't, I couldn't even golf anymore. Like I couldn't even. Yikes. So I went to the chiropractor and I've been, uh, <laughs> I've been using the old roller on the, on the butt cheek a little bit this whole week. Cause it's been, it's been pretty, pretty sore, but I'm not uh, 20 years old anymore. I guess I can't just swing as hard as I want. There is a restriction, but. Repercussions. Yeah, I did it. He's fine. <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> so I guess tonight uh, we got a few different things going on. We got the housekeeping as usual, and then we'll get into uh, a little bit of Ryder Cup stuff. Rigo wants to touch on, like we're talking PGA Ryder Cup, right? Mm. Mm. Okay. And then we're going to go into a, uh, tonight's feature segment, which is called Controversy, which is probably a little bit different than it sounds. It's going to just be a few controversies uh, that we have run into on the golf course before and uh, how we think they should be handled, I guess. So whether that's in tournament play, uh, men's night, or just out on the course, um, just a few controversies in the game of golf. So... Nothing crazy. No alien stuff tonight, Rigo. Um, well, I wish there was, but nice. 
<laughs> have to love that. You actually have to love that. <laughs> so, uh, a little bit of housekeeping. Let's get to housekeeping. Yeah, a little bit of housekeeping. Um, first off, a big shout out to uh, Travis Fredberg, uh, past guest of the Kingdom Podcast, finished third place at the Elkridge Open, the inaugural Elkridge Open at Waskasu Golf Course on the Canadian Tour, Mackenzie Tour, I guess it's called now. Which I mean, that's a hell of a. I mean, third place in the, on the McKenzie Tour, that's pretty big honor, I would say. So things are uh, trending in the right direction. I've heard from a couple of guys in Winnipeg, actually. Uh, Lance told me that his buddy golfed to them when he was home, and he said it's the best he's ever been playing. So, I mean, that's good for, for Travis. Nice. Um, another past guest, Aaron Cockerell, is in Amsterdam this week. So oh. he was home last week. Uh, he was home for a couple of weeks. Um, and he has his wedding next week and he flew to Amsterdam to play in this event and he's flying home for his wedding next weekend. So good luck this week. Congrats on the wedding. And, uh, you guys got anything to add to that? No, big shout out to him. Congrats. Good luck, buddy. Yep. We was- sent him a head, sent him a head cover today for, uh, his MC at his wedding. So it's pretty cool gift for him. Nice. Where's the, where's the wedding? Do you know? I don't know. I'm guessing it's Stonewall though. Not Amsterdam? No, I, I asked him if it was a stag or if he was there for golf, and he said, unfortunately, golf. <laughs> and he actually, do you remember uh, when we were talking on here with him, and uh, he said he had that, he, he met that old Irish caddy. You guys remember that? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. A veteran yeah. of the tour? Yeah. So Chelsea, his fiance, has been caddying for him this whole year. So she actually just got a job where she can work remote. So she's going to be doing that, and he's actually going to be—he's going to have this this old guy on his bag full time for the rest of the year. Nice. So, I—I I don't know. I mean, shout out to her for doing it, but Hell just yeah. that veteran guy and like they—they they did well last year together. So hopefully yeah. that uh, kind of catapults them up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there'd be probably pro uh, some pros and cons of having each on there, but you think in terms of. Uh, you know, green reading and uh, just talking through shots. Yeah, it, it definitely helped have a experienced caddy on there. Mm-hmm. But and the cool thing is, this she found that job, so she's gonna be with him anyways, right? right so yeah, it's not right. like she's gonna be back at home when he's, you know. So it, it is. It's definitely gonna be a good, good thing for both. I believe. I, I had Kepka written down on housekeeping. Like, I'm tired of that guy's shit. I, I don't know if any like you guys. I don't know. He's a loser, man. He's a loser, and he thinks he's the tits. He's not the tits. He's saying that he's going to beat Tiger's record. Good luck. Come on, buddy. Good luck with that. Even if he does, okay. How old is he? He doesn't have jack shit on Tiger. How old is, how old he, is like? he? Thirty-one. Okay. He said. He said if he wins one more major a year for the next twelve years, which he'll be playing, yeah. he says he's got twelve years left in his prime. Like. Okay, start start next year and talk. Get then lost. Talk shit. Get lost. If yeah, I mean, I could if I did the same, I'd have as many as well. But if my aunt had a pair of nuts, she'd be my uncle. So it's one thing to say if I do this, you know, who cares? Well, how many does he have? Those, Three. All those guys would Three. feel that. Like all those for guys sure. would think that it's possible. But for him to go in an interview and say that, uh, I just and and. For him to even, he's he's making money. He's sponsored by Nike, and he's making money on a tour that was 
produced by a tiger. All this money is produced by a tiger. Yeah. And then he, he goes in a Sports Illustrated interview and says that he's going to beat his major records. Like, I okay, said, you might, I don't think you might... that he was. I don't think that he was shitting on Tiger. No, but no, he pumps his own tires every chance he gets. Just shut up about yourself and just play. Honestly, 100%. ever since this pip or whatever it is, is it pip or this PJ paying out the money for social media? He's just been a complete loser. Yeah, he's just taking on this persona where he's just he's a douchebag. Like, yeah, he's trying. But nobody to even be knows like what a... he wants. What's he even want? Does he want to be a villain or a cool guy or? I don't know who he's catering to. There are guys I see on social media that just like love him though. It's weird. I don't, yeah. I don't like understand. He's got a big it. following, big crowd. Yeah. Some more gold. Uh, I actually don't know if people like him or they just don't like Bryson. And so they're kind of siding with him. They pick that, that side. It. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I just don't understand how anybody could like him. He doesn't like the game of golf. He doesn't like his teammates. Yeah. That Even was if crazy. You don't like your teammates. What are you saying that for? Did it's you hear what he said? So yeah. He said he'd rather be at the gym and on the couch than at the Ryder Cup. So then don't go. <laughs> Fucking stay home then. Put your money where your like, mouth is. Yeah. I don't know. It should yeah, be an I'm, honor in my opinion. Like he, he said, like, no kidding. I, I practiced my whole entire life for like the individual game. And now I got to rely on somebody else's shots to play yeah. good. He's like, that's just not golf to me. Well, then don't play. Like, I, simple as that. Don't play then. Yeah. Yeah, was, exactly. Can you Give gas me, him from the team are... now? Like, could a coach or a captain just be like, all right, get out of here then? He's hurt too. Like, he's always I don't hurt. know. Yeah, he's a bitch. I'm done he's with bandied. him. I'm, I'm completely finished with him. With this him. is the icing on the cake. <laughs> it is, honestly. Like, this has been icing on the cake with Reg. Also, also on him, did you see, uh, the new Drake collab with Nike for Nike golf or Costa golf wear or something it's called where they're bringing back the, the turtleneck shirts. <laughs> Unreal. Turtlenecks suck. Those are so weird. Yeah. You have to be a very special body type to pull that off. And who was no wearing way. one the other day? Is it Brooks? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that was weird. That <laughs> was weird to see it. Turtlenecks you know what, really what else I don't really like is those um, colorless sneakers. No sneakers. Like people are wearing like sneaker shoes, Air Jordans Golf and shoes? stuff like that. They look like they look massive. They look way too big to be on people. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking yeah. about? And they remember look like so out of place. Remember so like the big yeah, they're like that. Like they're so they're fat. like that. Yeah. They're fat and big, and they just look stupid with uh, shorts on. Yeah. I don't know. I've seen a few videos lately online, and they're wearing these big um, sneakers or basketball. Yeah, they got like those air bubbles like. in them on yeah. the heels. Yeah, I guess they're Air Jordans, and they're like cool. But I, I would never. I would personally never wear them. But um, I wouldn't either because I would look like a clown. I have skinny legs, and you have to have like thick, thick legs. Like Sidney Crosby might be able to pull them off, but he probably wouldn't because he's not a tool. I bet you he's got a sneaker collection. Yeah, but he's uh, not golfing in them. Trav, Trav bought a pair of those. Uh, but he bought both pairs from that uh, US Open. Or PGA, I don't know. I don't I know. Just, They're like purple and green, whatever. I, I, I don't like the looks of them. That's it. Mm. No, they look fair I enough. Haven't see, I haven't seen them look good on anybody yet. Fair enough. Yeah, me either. I know that they wouldn't look good on me, and I haven't seen them look good on anybody. So, yeah. 
All right. What about Ryder Cup? Where are we? Where are we at? One last thing, I I I, I wanted to talk on housekeeping because it is really cool, and I might butcher the name, and it's going to look pathetic on me, but I, I'm pretty sure, like they just brought out the stats to the LPGA that they have for the PGA, and I think it's NB Park. I might be wrong. I'm like 99% sure it's NB Park. It was 61% this year between 10 and 15 feet. That's nuts. Wow. What would you what? be? 5%? Man, there's 10? like guys on the PJ, like a very good putter is like 40%, if that. And she was 61% between 10 and 15 feet. That's actually <laughs> wild. That's oh, nuts. It, it was unreal. I hope it's Envy Park. I'm like I, I'm trying to. I don't know. I probably wouldn't even be sixty percent on three footers. No, not a chance. <laughs> on four foot left riders this year, I think I'm at six <laughs> percent. Left to right. Yeah. Like I might as well oh, just I like take pots. a two putt from four feet. I I don't like the right to left. Okay, here we go. Uh, NB Park, I was right. Uh, since the start of the KPMG Performance Insight Tracking, LPGA pros have a conversion rate of 28% on putts 10 to 15 feet. For context, PGA players hover around 30%, with the leaders in the statistic making 10 to 15 footers 40 to 41% of the time. NB Park is making those 64% of the time. That's 64%. See you, Luca. So, like, she might be the best putter in history. That's crazy. That's a pretty bold. That's a pretty bold statement. But okay, well, she's sixty-four percent from ten to fifteen feet. That's absolutely outrageous. MB Park. Do you think? uh, Wonder what drums is gone. Do you think now? I know there used to be a big difference in it. uh, The Europeans and the uh, internationals. I feel like there used to be a bigger gap. I feel like the Europeans used to be a lot better than the than the uh, internationals, but I don't think the gap's that big anymore. Like I feel like well, there's a lot of international players. Like for Presidents Cup, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Like the yeah, US they were used almost. To walk uh, over them. Yeah, it wasn't even like a. It wasn't even fun to watch for some matches because. Right. I just don't think that there's a whole lot of represent uh, representation from a lot of those countries, but now there is. Yeah. Like they would, they would kind of be scraping the bottom of the barrel. Like you'd have the, you know, 600 ranked player in the world playing against, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. you know, an American who's they're all in the yeah. top 20 basically at the time. Yeah. So like, I, I, who would you rather, I don't know, I guess you'd have to dive into who's on which team, but I mean, the gap isn't that large anymore. Drums were just talking about the, the gap between international and, uh, and the Europeans. Like the, it used to be substantial. Like the U S would just, shit kick the president's cup but like it's not like that anymore the canadians are are unreal uh matsyama sung jay abe answer like there's some some solid players man like uh drums is having a hard time with words here he just uh-huh. dropped luca into bed we'll, we'll get you back we'll ease you back in here drums how uh how old are you and what town are you in august <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, so I, might as well what I'm trying to say is, I, I, th- <laughs> I, th- I think the quality of players you lose slash gain 
isn't that as big as it used to be, yes. No, not even close, I don't yeah. think. Um, so the Ryder Cup next weekend. Yep. Whistling. Um, yeah, next weekend. I thought it was this weekend, but I'm happy no, it's next, next weekend. weekend. I think John Rahm is withdrawing from that tournament this weekend. It looks like it's a, uh, the Fortnite, well, Fortnite tournament. What does he have? What does he have it's called, called again? It's called like Fortnite or something, but everybody's calling it the Fortnite Open. <laughs> Anyways, <clears throat> he's withdrawing from that. The Ryder Cup's next weekend. Um, so the Ryder Cup started in 1927. Do you guys know that? Walter Hagen. Walter Hagen was the first U.S. captain. Did he play? And Walter Hagen seemed like such a beauty. Walter Hagen captained his team against Ted Ray. Teddy former Ray. teacher at the Dauphin Regional Comprehensive Secondary School. I know that impressive cool. stuff. So it's kind of cool. So they, they just talk about this stuff, but the, the coolest part that I that I thought was it says the British team sailed on the Aquitania from Southampton, a six-day journey to come play at the Worcester Country Club. A six-day journey on a ship, like, and those golfers, man, they used to be like good times. Like, imagine how crushed they got the whole way over on a oh, six-day boat trip. Half the team probably died of <laughs> scurvy or something. So they made a six-day trip on a ship <laughs> and got beat nine and a half to two and a half. <laughs> oh, uh, so then, then two years later, back. it was in. They won the next one. Walter Hagen was the captain again, and again, and again. They won the next Four, one after getting spanked. Five, six, six years in a row for sure. Hagen was the captain. For the Americans? Anyways, he would have played yeah. too, right? Yeah, he's playing the whole time. Yeah. Seven. What? Where was Bobby Jones during this? Seven. Ben Hogan took over for him after his seventh. I don't think Bobby Jones existed in the uh, – he was before that, I think. Oh, maybe not. he played against Hagen. <clears throat> Maybe he's just on the team then. According to that movie with uh, Shia LaBeouf, he, they played together. With, uh, what's his name? No, that was uh, Legend of Beggar Vance. Oh, yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. Unreal. I, like the, I watched that the other sick. day. What's the, what's the other one? The greatest game ever greatest played. Game ever played. Francis We Met. That's with oh, Juno. That's, that's, that's the one with... Uh, no, Juno's Shia. in Beggar Vance. Juniors and Beggar Vance. Yeah. Yeah. Beggar Vance plays is unreal. Francis we met. Right. Yeah. Those both those movies are must watches if you haven't seen them. Um yeah. so the Ryder Cup. The total is twenty six to fourteen for the states overall. And all the Ryder Cups ever played. Um on Not paper lately, on paper this year, I would say the states is a runaway. Just based on the world rankings, the players, the talent, but that's not what it's about in this tournament or in this Ryder Cup, is it? I'm pretty sure that they have been for like the last five uh, Ryder Cups, and they've got spanked a few times. Mm-hmm. They don't seem yeah. like they have a whole lot of camaraderie between the squad, or right no, now. for the and Americans. It all, it's always kind of been like that. Eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has. There, although. I don't know. You see those videos with Phil kicking over guys' heads and shit? Like, they they can get at it and have a time, too. And when David Toms... Was it David Toms that made that bomb? When they had those super ugly shirts? Justin Leonard. Oh, Leonard. That's right. Yep. 
Those were unreal shirts. Were, they should bring those back. Those were hideous. Could you imagine the 2021 version of those shirts? <laughs> like they yeah. could make them look pretty sweet nowadays. They could. Everything like retro is coming back. That'd be early 2000s, right? Just that early 2000s baggy ass clothing. Or was it that or was it end of the 90s? Because no, I don't I'd think say, Tiger was on that team, was he? That might have been 99. I'd say 99 Hazeltine. Look it up. Well, it would be it'd be even numbers though, right? Because we're one year later. It's usually 2020s, 20. It's Stevens. Stevens. So maybe Reggie, 2000. You looking at the, porn? What are you doing? No, the reality. The reality of this <laughs> matchup. Are you looking that up that, or no? Is that? John Rom is the only European ranked in the top 10 in the world, and the Americans have eight in the top 10 in the world rankings. Yeah, rankings don't mean jack shit. Well, I mean, that's insane. On paper, that's what I'm I'll saying. On you. paper, they should win. What are we betting? What do you want to bet? Yeah, I'll, I'll take the Americans. Damn it. It was 99 Ryder Cup at Brookline. Oh, it was 99. So when did it? Uh, it doesn't matter. We won't get into that right now. <clears throat> so yeah. DJ DJ quietly number two in the world. Still haven't even heard about him forever. That's what I mean. Like those rankings are a little bit off. I think. Oh, well. just the way it is. <laughs> that's how every Time. that's how every conversation in Canada ends. Oh well. Yeah. Oh well. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's just like your opinion, man. Tyrell hat. Oh, Tyrell no what hat do you do? On. I can't wait to watch Tyrell no hat on in the Ryder Cup. <laughs> He's a beauty. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. He's he is. I'm, I'll be clubs. cheering for the Euros for I sure. think so, too. I, there's more, like, fun guys on that team. Tommy Fleetwood seems like a beauty. Lee Westwood's on there, right? Lee Westwood's on there. And that's a whistling straights. That's a, a, such a sick course. Shane it's got to be one of the best in the States, like for real. Guys I don't like on Europe, Paul Casey, Sergio. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I don't uh, really know this Weisberger guy. I don't like Poulter. I used to love Poulter. is playing? I used to yeah. love him. They picked what? him. He's like way down in the world ring. He's, yeah. he's like such a good putter, and that's what matters in these things to switch momentum. Man. And he's he just jacks the crowd up too. Like he was made well, that, for Ryder Cups. That Weisberger, he's sick, actually. I don't know much about him, though. Well, I think Who's their sick. captain? Who's their captain? Uh, what's it, Padre? Oh, right. Padre. Should be good. I'm excited to watch it, actually. It'd be good, to, be good to get back into golf. I haven't watched anything for a while. Yeah, I know. It's been pretty boring. That tour <laughs> championship needs a revamp. The whole playoffs needs a revamp. They revamped it. That's <laughs> ah, shitty. I'm over it. Uh, it is shitty. I, I I watched about two hours that one Sunday, and that was the last. That's all I watched in the last couple of months, probably. I don't really but know what more you can do to make it better, though. No, nah, no, you can't. It's just I don't like how that that uh, weighted bullshit. Yeah, how he starts with such a big lead, and then. They're talking about uh, him being. The, that's a better way to do it, though, than they did. No, I know, but they're they're talking about him being the player of the year, 
because he had four wins. They counted that as a win. You can't count that as a win of a tournament. He didn't win the tournament. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot online that are kind of against that. Like, Rumble yeah. had a phenomenal year. Like, one of the best years ever. Yeah. Got chinched out of a win because of COVID. And he had COVID Two- about 30 times. Yeah. Just ripping around with COVID nonstop, winning tournament. <laughs> I, tweeted, I tweeted from our King account, does it really matter who wins MVP? And I didn't get much traction on it. But does it really? I don't know. No, it means nothing. I What's mean, what does it really mean? I don't know. Do, do Rom had a money? sick year. He's he's world number one. Like, what more does he have to prove? You know what I mean? Like, he's done everything he has to do. So it's, the it's a shameless. No, it's just something for the media to write about and something for them to differ. Up. I don't know. It's fucking stupid. But hey, you're you're part of the media, Rigo. You have a podcast, bro. So whatever. Huh? Yeah, I guess I am. Yeah. <laughs> Oh well, <laughs> I'm just looking. I'm just looking at this uh, official world golf ranking page. Tiger's been world number one for a total of 683 weeks. <laughs> it's insane. Okay. Yeah, let's get go. Let's quick get going here, boys. Okay. <clears throat> so let's get into controversy. Do you have a song for this, drums? Okay, uh, hey, hang on. What are we betting, Jordan? Let's um, bet. Uh, what are we betting on? Let's bet uh, the entry fee into the Ironman tournament. Okay. Or is that when it is? It's that weekend. That's not going to. No, work. it's it's October. Yeah, that's when the Ironman is. No, the Ryder Cups. The, oh, is it next weekend? Yeah, it would be October second. Oh no, it's twenty fifth. Yeah, yeah it's next we'll weekend. do that. Okay, entry into the into the uh, Ironman Gilbert. Okay. I'll take the states. You're on. Okay, well, controversy. So it's kind of hard to explain this. We're probably going to go through a few scenarios first uh, to give you a better understanding of what the hell we're talking about. But uh, there are certain situations and days on the golf course where you run into something in a match and there's controversy over it and you don't really know who's right, who's wrong and what needs to be done about it. So we each came up with a couple. We'll see how far we get into it um, with these. So Rigo, you start. I'm going to go with uh, casual clothes on a, like a weeknight just no no men's night, no turn or anything. Casual clothes just to go out and bomb around. Um but there's it's a two-parter. Okay. So I'm good with that as long as you're not wearing jeans. You don't like jeans? Like even if we're golfing at Rossman on just a night night round, no jeans? I don't know. I haven't had jeans on the golf course for probably ten years. But that's just me, my opinion, right? So that's why we're talking about this. I'm okay with jeans in your uh, scenario. But like if it on men's night or something, no. Well, hang on. Get to it. We'll get to that. <laughs> this is just a casual night. Yeah, I'm I'm for everything except uh, muscle shirts and jeans. Yeah, I would say wife beaters are out. But I don't know. Lots of guys wear them. Uh, I don't know if I have a big issue with it. If you're not golfing, like if you're not, a, I don't know. Is that such a big issue if a guy's wearing a muscle shirt? Unless it's a like a. Gong like, a tank like a king, like a king's par three or something, and somebody was rocking a wife beater. 
okay. But other than that, that's the only time I'd ever want to see it on the golf course. But I'm not talking wife beater. I'm talking like a like a tank top. Same shit. Well, I know guys, what the fuck it is. No, lots of guys wear tank tops on the course. So I, I would say. I've never seen I don't them. think so. No? Where oh, do you live? You just Gilbert, I guess. Fantasies. Just in Gilbert, <laughs> I guess. Okay, so thoughts on casual clothes at men's night. I don't know if you could say that to her. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> uh, now casual Why clothes. Why can't I? Night. Why can't I say that? You got freaking cat hair floating around, man. Yeah, it keeps like, creeping me out. I think it's a ghost every now and then. You, you got smoke said, down in the corner. You on fire over there? Holy On fuck. men's night, I would say, like, men's night is kind of the only time that I actually wear a golf shirt, to be honest with you. And tournaments, I guess. Do you tuck in? First Usually, seven holes. I, ha- I have been. <laughs> First seven holes? Yeah. And then what the beer's kicking in and the tummy comes no, out. No, I don't know. It's just you get more comfortable and it keeps coming untucked. You're like, <laughs> fuck it, I'm taking it out. Or it's like really hot. You're like, yeah, I can't take this anymore. And like the guy you're golfing with has his untucked. You're like, okay, it's all good. But I think uh, uh, a tucked shirt looks cleaner than an untucked. You kind of look like a slob with uh, yeah, untucked. but if it's hot, I'm, if it I'm really guilty of it. I've I've worn worn so many shirts untucked over in my life, but I never okay. tucked. This is I, the last, I don't like the look on me. This so we can agree that you can wear whatever you want, except for jeans and a wife beater. Yeah. On a casual night. But tell me this. This is the last part of this. If I'm showing up, so I've had this happen a lot. And I, I still don't know what the right play is because I, I so say that I'm meeting stocks. Say that me and stocks are going out for a round on like a Thursday night. He doesn't wear golf shirts ever. Or like a picks or someone like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm the golfer. So I'm I show up in a t-shirt and shorts, and they're wearing a, a golf shirt and like nice nice shorts. You got changed most of the time. No, but I just meet them at the course, and then I'm I'm the asshole because I'm wearing a t-shirt and shorts. What's the play there? I don't know. I still don't think that it matters, <clears throat> no. honestly. I've golfed with guys wearing golf shirts and wear t-shirts. It's whatever you, it's whatever you want to wear, honestly. As long as you're not looking like a freaking slob, like you probably had a decent t-shirt on. You're not going to show up looking like a moron. So who cares? No, I would, I would say the answer to that is nobody would care. But like if me and East go, I put on kind of like a scrubby t-shirt and joggers and runners. But that's like walking at nighttime. I don't know if that matters or not. Okay, this is too many scenarios. Okay, got to go. Is it raining? Is it raining? <laughs> it's controversy, baby. Okay, so I think we're all on board for the wear whatever the hell you want. Sans beaters and jeans. I like jeans, but that's whatever. I'm not going to get into that. No, yeah, like on, a, of course. on a casual day, jeans are okay. Men's yeah. night or a tournament, something like that. No. I disagree, uh-huh. but that's why it's a controversy. <laughs> I don't think jeans are for the golf course. Drums, what do you got, baby? Uh, we ran into this more than once this summer, I feel like. Uh, but GPS on carts. Most specifically, when they tell you where you can and cannot go. <laughs> and just dis- disable the cart. 
Like there were so many times like I'd be driving down a fairway, get back to the path. There wouldn't be a path on that hole. So now you're like, what the fuck are we doing? So the so the controversy is should golf courses implement this or not? Yeah. Let me drive. Well, <clears throat> the course you're discussing specifically, which shall go unnamed, um, they called it protective protected areas. So what was that even? Was it like does there freaking dinosaur eggs in there or yeah, what I was don't going know. on? I don't know. Like it was anytime we got near a bush, it started alarming. I think it's pretty stupid because it takes a lot of freaking time to go back on to where you're supposed to be. And there's a lot of times where it was stupid. Like either like I wasn't even off course and I was getting told to put it in reverse and it takes half an hour to get back on the freaking path. <laughs> like just make it a 90 degree rule then. I yeah, it probably okay does do it. a pretty damn good job of keeping the course in i'm good with the minty sure shape. but like hackers that are going to be off-roading with the carts aren't going to that golf course but yeah i i'm okay with it honestly i am I'm, i don't like it I, I uh i think that there's some flaws that the the actual gps company itself has to work out in the sense that you go to certain areas and it's, it's bullshit that you can't drive there. But I I've also witnessed it on a lot of golf courses and it pisses me off like a lot. And it, it happens so much where there's a group of idiots in front of you that are driving within two feet of the green and they're driving up right on the edge of the bunker. They're driving through the bunker. They're doing this shit and it gets rid of that. But I, I do agree that there are certain spots where those ones, I I don't I don't know. Like I I think I only had to back up once in eighteen holes. That, but I must have just got lucky. I think there is I to do I it like once a hole. GPS needs to figure it out. But so you also were, you weren't on mushrooms. <laughs> Anyways, I, I I think there is a, <laughs> there is a there is a place for it. This episode is going to be called Anyways. I think there's a place for it. I really do. Um, yeah, I've maybe. just I've seen so many stupid people drive so close to the greens and in places they're not supposed to, and that prevents it. That's that's the one thing that I like about it. Does does it need to go off if you're just in the rough? Probably not, but yeah, they they could implement it with uh, you know. I feel like courses just kind of do that, and then like they overdo it in terms of where you shouldn't mm -hmm. shouldn't go. Yeah, yeah. So they just feel like because they're doing it, they need to overdo it, but. Um, because there was times where I, we drove in the middle of the fairway and they told us to go back because it, it thought that we were too close to the women's tee that's mm -hmm. on the fairway, but we were nowhere near it. So, yeah. um, I, I, I could see that Rigo. If there are, if you have it implemented and there are parts of the course, you do not want people driving on, I think it makes sense, but don't go crazy with it. Yeah. What do you got? Okay. Sure. Uh, so my first one is women at Augusta. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, I think we're just going to leave it at women to begin with. Women in general, yeah. 
I don't know. I don't <laughs> think we have a whole lot of. I don't think we have a lot of female listeners, so I think uh, we could probably get away with it. I think we got a couple because <clears throat> anybody I talk to, family member wise, it's only women that listen. Oh really? Yeah. Hey women, how you doing? Sorry about that. That was a bad joke. <laughs> hey, hey women, Jor here. Sorry about that. <laughs> Sorry about that. I didn't mean that. Uh, anyways, <laughs> my my first one is actually something that. Uh, has happened quite a bit, usually with me and Rigo, though, and it always ends in stupidity and an argument. So, um, this one is when you're playing against somebody and you make a comment uh, about a gimme. So, say I'm three feet away and then my opponents are talking amongst each other and they say something along the lines of, is this good or do you think that's good or what do you think or something like that? As soon as you discuss out loud, actually I'm kind of skipping ahead here a little bit, but um, as soon as you discuss out loud, somebody's pot, whether it's good or not, it should be automatically good. Yeah. So I guess the controversy here is, saying gimme's out loud or having discussions over gimme's out loud. Hey, like you and your partner are talking about giving the other team the putt? Yep, yep. Out loud, where they can hear it. So why not? I just think that if you're talking about it out loud, it puts the guy who's putting it into a very weird situation spot, yeah. where where he he says he doesn't know really what to say or or he's waiting he for them know, to give yeah. it to them mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah. <clears throat> so i don't know like what do you guys think about that have you ran into that before i know that rigo has and it always ends up with no i shouldn't say an argument or something but it is awkwardness and there has been times where we just basically said like just take it because i shouldn't have said anything or whatever right. it might be all of a sudden, you know, guys like, are in an argument for five minutes, and this guy's like, well, am I going to fucking putt this thing or what? Yeah. Yeah, like, I think I just changed my mind on drums? the fly here. Yeah, I just changed my mind on the fly. I agree with you 100%, actually. Yeah, it's... Like, you, it's especially you, if right. you and your partner, you have to establish, like, at the start of the season, what you're given and you're, what you're not. Yeah, like, me and Dad basically say, like, I, I would say that for the most part and nothing against dad, but I have a better um, pulse on who has strokes and what the putt's worth. Yeah. So there's right. times when dad would, would start talking about giving a putt and I'm not, once he says it, I'm not going to say, no, we can't give that. So right. it's and, good anyway. And, yeah. and that's what you're talking about. You have to do that. Once you start talking about yeah. it, you have to give the putt because it get, it's so awkward after that because then you're the asshole and why aren't you giving that putt? But I don't know. Or in like a situation like that, um, because like me and my partner are kind of the same, like I'll kind of drive the boat for the most part on situations like that, then establish that off the hop. Like if one guy's going to make the decision, let him make the decision. Mm -hmm. The other guy just butts out and you got to live with that. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really good point, actually, Drums. I think that that's probably the best way to do it, because when you're having discussions out loud, it just becomes super weird. And... The second part of that is, um, what the hell is it? Cause like infighting too. Like if you're pissed off at your partner for giving a putt that you're like, I don't think that guy was going to make that. Then 
then you guys are pissed off at each other all of a sudden too. That doesn't help. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, I had a follow up point on that, but I can't remember what it was now, but anyways, it's just, it's weird because as soon as you, ha- as soon as somebody thinks that it's a gimme in their head, they just totally change their yeah. perspective Definitely. over the butt. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. anyways, oh. sorry. Um, I actually just changed up my next one on the fly because it reminded me of the Tamarack. Um, so the next thing is, and if you don't play match play, just do something else for the next two minutes. Cause this isn't going to pertain to you at all, but in my opinion, and I, we got a, Jordan, you got a, uh, a weekend of match play coming up. I do as well. Um, and I, I witnessed it a couple times at the Tamarack. Once match play starts and it's just you and the, the other guy playing, basically the rules of the game of golf are completely out the window. Every rule that's established on the course is completely out the window. And it's, it's up to a certain extent, but it's up to the discretion of you playing against the guy that you're playing against. It's just you two. It's you playing against him. There's obviously that abounds. You're going to take your, your penalty and you're going to do that. But for the majority, and I saw it happen lots in our, in our matches, for example, this is one example. So at the Tamarack, you have the white line rule. If you're across the white line, you can't play the ball. Technically, in qualifying, you can't play the ball. You have to take it from there and drop it in the middle. No matter if you can play it or not, you have to take it to the white line in the middle. For a stroke. Even if you could play it clear as day if you had a shot, if it's across the white line, you can't play it. These guys said, it's match play. This isn't part of the tournament rules if you can play it go ahead and i'd expect you to do the same for me so in match play i feel like there are certain rules that you talk to the guy you're playing against and you can make exceptions and you don't have to be sold by the book in match but that's my that's my opinion yep. and that's it's not like you're so playing you, you for agree with that i do i really do yeah, you guys? I think that you said to an extent, which which is yeah. probably a good part of that to add. But at, also at the same time, I think that it could be awkward in that situation where, you know, there's one guy who's maybe a little bit more type A or, or a, a dominant personality, and he kind of just says, you know, this is how it's going to be. And what's the other guy supposed to say? Yeah, Is he supposed to say, no, I'm not going to do that? Like, then he looks like a dick for the rest of the match, and then it's awkward and – I mean, you would have no way of knowing who's it going to impact more, right? But right. still, like, I don't know. I think that you still kind of have to. Yeah, I just, I think that. Have some respect certain, for the other guy. and There's certain the rules, rules in golf that are stupid, I think. And if you can, if you can help the guy to avoid a stupid rule because you don't want to win the match by something dumb happening to the guy, I feel like there's a common right. understanding yeah. that you can help the guy out. Yeah, as long like as you're what? super up What's front an example clear of that? about it. Like if you get uh, – I just like on the fence at the Tamarack and stuff like that, like just move it. Or if there's a route, just move the ball so you're not busting your wrist. Like for the majority, I mean – and that's a different – like that's about as competitive a match play as you can get. And you still have to have like a – you still have to be a good person about shit. And I feel like you get it back – in the long run, like 
You know what I mean? Like if a guy, Definitely. if a guy's ball's resting on a root, I'm walking over there and I'm saying, Hey, move it six inches. It's not worth busting your wrist or busting a club for this match. It's not by a path or something like that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, that's how I feel anyways. And I feel like it always, you always get the good karma back if you, if you're good to the guy. So basically I'm not saying that you have to do that, but I'm, what I'm saying is I think that there should be an open mind to things when it comes to match play. Stroke play, you can't do anything. You're in your yeah. group. You got yeah, to no, follow sure. every rule. Sure. But match play, you have, to, you have to be open to do stuff like that because that's what it's all about, I, I feel like. Yeah. There Don't are situations, though. Yeah. There are situations where, uh, you know, I'm thinking of match play where you play against a group and then, you know, something happens where, like, is this out of bounds or can I take this for one stroke or whatever it is? And you, you say, yeah. And uh, it's not like you're going to be playing these guys again until next year. So there's no way that they can really return the favor for you. Um, But you also don't want to be a dick about it. So it's kind of a tough situation where unless things are super clear at the, at the first tee about what's what or by the league or whoever makes the rules. I think you still need to lean on that somewhat because mm-hmm. it, you could get into a lot of gray areas like that, yeah. where, you know, you're trying to be a good guy or whatever it may be, but it just doesn't really make sense. And you don't want to be a, a dick about it, but I, I guess I don't know. I, you can kind of read the mood too of the match. Um, I know that that guy, that bridges that I was playing against, we played together all week and we both knew that we were both, very easy going and both right didn't really we weren't there to you know Marine make jackets. the pj so like we had a couple six footers that we both just i mean we both yeah. had six footers on a couple of different holes and we just said good yeah we don't need to win a hole by making that so stuff like that and i i guess like yeah i don't know that the white line was a big thing and hazards and stuff like that i the roots just just be open-minded i guess to to making exceptions to the rules to not I don't know. That's how yeah, I feel. No, I know what you're saying. I, I'm I almost agree too with you nice too, sometimes in matches, but yeah. But there are times where you have to fall back to the actual rules of golf. And sometimes if guys don't understand, that doesn't mean that you're being a dick. You just, you know, sometimes it's not if, happening. If you're two down or three down or even one down, right. Pro- and it's a tight match and you're, it's like a very important match, you're probably not going to do that. But for the most part, same, like just same with pots yeah. too. Mm hmm. It's hard to give, you know, two foot sliders when you're three, three down or something with four to go. Yeah. It's hard to do, but you have to do it. What do you got, Drummy? My next one's going to tie into this one pretty good. Um, But basically what I was going to say would be, how would, how do you guys deal with, with an on course controversy? I.e. like a a score or somebody cheating or like a, a rules decision. Mm, that's a tough one like we're talking not in non-tournament play no like i'd say like at, at men's night like if buddy tells you he got a five you know he got a six yeah that i, type I of question thing. i question that what do you, like what but how, how do you go about it like i i, I just say hey man i like, say what did you i say what did you have and then i say recount okay no, and then I say, okay, and then I go up to the tee and I say, are you sure that that's what you had last hole? Because if I think about it, this is what I count. And maybe I'm wrong, but I, this is what I think. And then he goes back and clarifies. And then 99% of the time he just says, oh, yeah, you're right. And the majority of the time guys aren't trying to cheat. They're just – They don't know. 
yeah, they, they forgot that they hit the one shot. You know, like if they have to chip yeah. out of the bush, they forget about that chip out because they make a good shot after that and right. totally forget about that chip out. So for the most part, you just have to remind them. But I kind of usually know. put it put it back on them too. Like I think you I think the ruling is this. That means you would have got this. But mm-hmm. that's me. If you think you're you you got the four or whatever it is, you take it and we'll yeah. go go about it that way. So then, like you said, your piece. He's the dick if he's not going about it right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it depends on this the nature of it and who it is and uh, whatever else. But in terms of the score thing, I think you guys are both right, and I'd probably do the same thing. Is just say you know are you sure or, or this is what I counted and and oftentimes it's a double or a triple bogey that they're having to count and sure. miscount so it's it's absolutely irrelevant anyways most times it's like a triple here the whole but <clears throat> I think I've, I think I've only been in a situation where I had to call out a guy for blatantly cheating uh, once. And it ha- it's because it it happened two or three times that round, and there had been history there before, and I just straight up said like, I saw you do that. Like I, I it reached a point where I couldn't keep it in anymore, and this mm-hmm. was like a tight match. Like at at the end of the year, it might have even been playoffs, and it was blatant cheating. So, um, at that point, you have to. I had to say something. I wouldn't have been able to. Um, sleep probably that night if I didn't say something, and it's awkward for sure. Yeah, but, like know. I've had the same thing this year where somebody was out of bounds, like clearly out of bounds. Sure, they could have hit their ball, and so he hit it. And then on the green, he was like, "Yeah, I'm going for four. I'm like, "Well, no, you're not." <laughs> Straight up, yeah. There's there's often times when guys, and they always ask, they always say. You're the golf guy. What do you do in this situation? For and you, I say, yeah, sure. I say tonight. I say tonight. Just drop it here. I don't give a shit. I said, but if if you want to know the actual ruling, and then I tell them what the actual ruling and how they'd have to play it, if it was against somebody else, so at least they know the rules. Yeah, and then, then they would usually do that too. Probably yeah. right. Like they no. wouldn't just blatantly they, say no. They I don't. don't. No. Oh, they don't do it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fuck you then. Usually, what happened? So yeah, no, this would this was like blatant cheating, like moving balls closer to the hole type of thing. So um pretty awkward. You don't really want to to call anybody out and, and you never want to be put into a position where you have to call somebody right. out. That's the Dude, bigger like, thing. That's the bigger issue, actually. Do Is call it, out no somebody somebody put you in that position for being a dick. No, yeah, know. right. Like what do you want me to do? You think I'm stupid? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. I'm a lot of things, but I'm a, I'm pretty observant guy. So, like I I see stuff, and I mean it's not even I don't know. Maybe you get away with other people, but not this guy, baby. You know what the worst thing uh, on that is <laughs> when you go into the bush and you find your ball and it's in and you're like, like fuck a perfect I spot. Do that all the time, and you're like fuck. They're gonna think I'm cheating for sure. Like I'm I not fucking cheating, but they're gonna to think I am. And then you like. It's like weighing on you, but literally you just got a really good break and you get to keep playing. And like, you think like you're playing the whole hole, like you have a chance for a partner. Like, Oh, they think I'm cheating. So this is relevant. 
I thought about but like fil- like... filming myself going into the bush. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Put a GoPro on. Yeah. That's what's happening right now. Yeah. Speaking of that, quickly, so completely side note there, but <clears throat> how far into the future do you think um, cameras on golf courses are going to be? Just in Not terms far. of like uh, have it on every green, basically, so you can like see your approaches and you can see like a hole in one on on film or you can Not see far. where the where the ball went to in the bush or you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I, I think it's closer than you think because of only because of uh, all those night courses that so obviously there's the capability to have. Yeah, all that's that's what I mean. So yeah, I think we're getting closer. Uh, we probably won't have that in Ro- Rome, Manitoba, but it'll probably be at some of the city courses soon. Well, and also, you know, that guy who tore up the Russell Greens, you'd have uh, a shot on him. Because, you know, you break somebody's window in their house, you fix it the next day. If you tear up a, a green on a golf course, that's the whole summer that the green's wrecked. It's it's not something that they should take lightly. And if why not just take preventative measures to – you know puts how much is a trail cam worth nowadays yeah and how much did, how much time and money did that cost them to to fix that oh, scene, yeah. right? exactly unreal so what i'm thinking thing like do. in terms of security purposes driving on greens i think that'd be good but i think in the future there'll be like something where um you i don't know i think mm-hmm. the cameras on greens would be pretty cool either on a tree or a pole or something like that and and even so, you know, instead of the mirrors way up high, there's a camera feed and the it, there's something close. They I think that they already have that at some they courses. Have that. Sure. They have that for sure. Do you remember, Christ, it might even be like 10 years ago now, but uh, 15 at Wheat City got, uh, I think it was a quad they went over it on. Yes, I do. And then uh, like the farmyard across the street has cameras up on it and caught them. Oh yeah, like yeah, with yeah. the white picket fence there. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of stuff uh, that we that happens there. You guys, I I know sidetrack. I'm looking at this the hole by hole of this Whistling Straits course. Holy shit! It's wild. What That's was it? Sick. There a PGA there? <laughs> Is this where Dustin Johnson grabbed U.S. Open? Yeah, was that the yeah. PGA? Number one, PGA. Because Keimer, Keimer won because Johnson ground his club. I think that's right? the course. Yeah. It's like a length style course. Mm-hmm. Super length. Oh, yeah. Anyways, my DJ ground his club. In. <laughs> Just kidding. Anyways, what's your last one, Jor? Um, oh, I just thought what Drums is talking about there. The crazy stuff that happens at Wheat City. Just in a weird, uh, weird area. I lived on McDonald down there for a year in the, in a above a garage. But the craziest story that I've seen from Wheat City uh, was, I think it was last year. Freaking Colby Day was uh, <laughs> opening <laughs> up the pro shop, but like it's actually not. It's not funny at all. It's it's wild, but. <laughs> Uh, he was opening up the pro shop. What time do you open pro shops? Like it's 6 a.m. And some freaking meth head came into the pro shop and freaking bear mazed him. Like he just started spraying bear spray. What? In the pro shop. Like in the face or he just started spraying the pro shop? So he just drenched the pro shop in bear spray. What? <laughs> wow. 
at six in the morning. Like that's what you're waking up to. When I used to work there, um, like you'd be watering at night and it's <laughs> 11 o'clock midnight and you'd be driving around and there'd be people fucking wandering around on the golf course. Oh yeah. I know. Like, and like sometimes, sometimes like by themselves too. <laughs> Rigo's still laughing here, but then like last year we were teeing off on one and there's like people having a freaking picnic on the, in the bunkers on one, like in front of the green, they're having a picnic. No. Yes. Like they were sitting in it or they actually had a blanket. I think that there's both. I don't know if they had a blanket or not, but they were doing something there. Anyways. <clears throat> you wake up, hey? Just stumbling to work at 6.30 a.m. <laughs> and you walk in a meth and comes in with bear maze. Holy shit. And big Colby, holy. How do you take it? Colby probably would have handled that better than anybody on earth, I would say. Like, <laughs> what, What's going on here? Okay, what's your last year? I love Colby. Um, so my last one is, uh, I don't, I don't know. This is this is a tough one, and I'm not even sure what my stance is on it. But um, lighting through a one or a twosome in a foursome oh. on, a, on a busy day. We've talked about this. Lighting through. So we're the foursome. Yeah. Do you let them through, or do you make them suffer? Uh, no, you let them through. Do you? Yeah, it depends. Well, I thought that we were. I thought that we decided that we're not letting them through. Totally two, depends on the two situation. guys are just zooming behind you. You're gonna fucking back up the whole course. Depends. If there's if there's a force well, yeah, right depends, in front of you, but you like up. I'm not gonna just not let them through because I'm just decided I'm not gonna let them through. No, but if there's two foursomes ahead of you, you're not gonna let them through. Well, yeah, like there's certain factors to this no that's what but i mean it's wide right, open on a busy day me. oh no 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 on a busy day oh okay sorry sorry no like if, if we're not going anywhere you're not going anywhere either yeah okay that was my opinion too but i think that i've changed my opinion on it now to let them through maybe the whole course would let them through though that's wow. what i mean like if then it's that's one where guy, the guy that's where the marshals come in or supposed to come in but if it's one guy and he's waiting on you like how long would it take for it to, for you to let him through? It's one ball he hits, and then he goes to the fairway and he hits another one ball. Like it's two minutes probably. It's yeah, not but then he's waiting on the group it. ahead of you, like you are. Yeah, but then they let him through too. What if they don't? Then you're in the exact same position. You just waited an extra two minutes for him to go through, and you're not a dickhead. Yeah, uh, maybe. It's not. It's not on that guy. It's on the course for letting a single out on a busy day. But the reality is it happens. Like we're not a all the time. Hazeltine here. Like that doesn't happen. City has got, I know. And Wheat City doesn't really happen either anymore. It's, you can't book online. Um, well, I shouldn't say that. You they 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 usually pair people up now if they have the opportunity to. But Falk, that's when we went rare to in, Lake. in in rural Manitoba, that's pretty rare for them to do that, I think. When East and I went to Falcon Lake, we got paired up with a kid and his dad. I hate that shit. Oh yeah, it sucks. Sucks bad, but whatever. I, like the last time I think I haven't had that happen in forever. But the last time I we had that happen was in Hawaii. Me and Dad got paired up with some guy, and he was just a joker. He was all over the place. So finally, Dad was like, well, "Let just fucking drive. We're out of here." So we, <laughs> we we just skipped ahead and left this guy in the dust. <laughs> you left him? Yeah, we didn't even putt. <laughs> 
<laughs> Unreal. Okay, so what are we at? Where are we at here? We're at uh, a lot of time here. No, I mean no. for the two summer, one summer, whatever. Um, uh, it's such a read the course scenario. I don't think there's right. Do you see think... what? Do you see what I'm saying though? I do. I do to an extent, but if it's literally jam packed, every hole is got two groups on it. I'm not letting you through. Sorry. But you can't. You can't know that. Like the max you can see is like two holes ahead of you. And if that's the Marshall's job, you still get them through, though. I think I don't. I think if you show up to a course as a Tuesday, yeah, he's the fucking dick for going out by himself. Yeah, in the afternoon on a Saturday. It's true, and you know what? That's probably playing a part of why you're saying that is like because you're mad at him. But but what are you gonna do? Just I'm not gonna. I still think that you should be letting him through, or her. For well, the we'll women see. out there listening, yeah, well, tell me that I got one last bonus one because this was supposed to be my, my one before. It's not much of a discussion, but leaving your ball unmarked on the green while somebody else is putting, or marking your ball with tees, bad style. I've... I want to pick that. I want to pick that ball up and hit it as far as I can with a fucking putter. <laughs> <sighs> Like um, how hard is it? How hard is it to put go right now? If if you're if you're a you know a newer golfer or even just like a sloppy golfer, go right now, pause this, go take like 10 dimes out of your piggy bank and 10 quarters, put them in your golf bag, and you'll never run out of markers again for the rest of your life. I'm terrible at it because all my like I usually like have our my cart's at Glen Lee, right? So I usually put all my shit from my pockets in the cart. And then I'll go to Wheat City or go somewhere on the weekend. And then I go to my bag and there's nothing in there. Like I had, did you see what I was using on the, uh, a couple of weekends ago? I had like these massive poker chips from like a father-son tournament from like eight oh, years yeah. ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. I found it, remember? Yeah. <laughs> and I gave it back to you, remember? Yeah. I think I've got like six of those. But those are like the last stragglers I have of ball markers. So but that's a different story though, I would that's say. That's a different story. Because, because you would mark it if you had it. A hundred percent. There's guys that we play with all the time. Like just in leave men's it. night. You can't stand that. And they think because it's not on my line that it's not affecting anything. I will shoot bail on guys. Like if it's not in my line of sight, then I don't give a fuck. But if you're anywhere you don't? in front of me. Yeah. Yeah. Line of sight. Yeah. Anywhere line of sight. Per- peripherals anywhere. It's and just you, get I that also, ball off of here. Also can't stand if you're chipping and his the ball's not really in play, but it's up there. Go mark that fucking thing. Just get it. Yeah. Get it out of there. Yeah. Easy, Ricky. I agree. Or bubbles. What? What? Drums sounded like bubbles there. Okay, well, this yeah. isn't this isn't pet peeve episode here, so let's take it easy. There's lots to be thankful for in life <laughs> and in golf. Should, should we do a pet peeve episode? Yeah, we should actually. That's a really good idea. I'm gonna throw that on an Instagram. Although it might be too close to We've done that before this episode. No, I don't think we have. Yeah, we have. Beef? We've I don't done think two. so, bro. Yeah, we have. I don't yeah, think so. You lying? Uh, I don't think that we actually have. I I'll look back in my notebook here and I'll find oh, okay. my pet peeves. Yeah, probably. Is that pet your peeves change too, man? Yeah, pet <laughs> pe- pet. Fet thieves evolve, bro. 
We're always coming up with new Fed peeves. Rock the stop drums. Okay, we're out. Peace. No, I end it. (laughs) Okay, are we good? (laughs) What is that? One out of ten. Is that a journal? (laughs) Yeah, this is what I write in every week. (laughs) What was it? Granite Hills just got absolutely shredded by a ridge. (laughs) (laughs) Greens, five out of ten. Difficulty, five out of ten. Spicy. We should should do an episode of that where we go back through our notes. Jordy, you keep notes? Uh, They're all over this desk. Okay. Okay, we're out of here for this week. Uh, Everybody's got some golfing to do this weekend, so... um, Hell to the yeah, baby. One of the last... Nice weekend. Let's all win. It's looking like. Let's all win. Three, two, one, win. Win. Three, two, one, win. 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 (laughs) Drums, what do you got going on this weekend? Uh, Just our wind up. Your end. Oh, nice. Yeah, so we'll see. So we're out of here? So we're out of here. Okay, let's get out of here. See you, boys. It's late. Kid might be up again here soon. So uh, shout out to Luca for his first appearance on the Kingdom podcast. Yeah. Good night. Use a Take treat. care of yourselves. All right. Good night. Peace. Love you. Later. Love you, boys.